This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 427, Skepticism May Be Harmful or Fatal If Swallowed, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who reads blog posts to you every single day to help you optimize your life, and it is with permission from the authors. And I like to keep these intros as short as possible, so let's get right to Steve's post and start optimizing your life. Skepticism May Be Harmful or Fatal If Swallowed, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Skepticism means to use doubt and disbelief as tools for understanding reality, with the hope that the resulting insights will allow one to behave intelligently. Skepticism originally came about as a form of opposition to dogma. The general idea behind skepticism is to avoid swallowing foolish beliefs. That's all well and good, but today it's common to see the practice of skepticism stretch far beyond religious and spiritual matters. If skepticism can help you avoid falling prey to religious dogma, perhaps it will work in other areas too. And to some degree, it does. Skepticism is good for avoiding business scams, for instance. There is a risk of skepticism, however, and that is the risk of swallowing it. When you swallow skepticism, you turn its gaze inward upon yourself. You attempt to use doubt and disbelief as tools for self-understanding. What am I capable of? Can I really do that? Would I look foolish if I tried? big mistake. Many people are so concerned with the possibility of doing something foolish that they swallow the tool of skepticism, thinking that'll make their behavior more intelligent and their actions more successful. Unfortunately, in this environment, skepticism has the opposite effect. Swallowing skepticism will curtail the intellectual resources you have available and actually make you less intelligent. For the rest of this article, when I use the term skepticism or skeptic, I'm referring to someone who has swallowed this tool and is using it as a means for self-understanding. Skepticism is harmful. Skeptics mistakenly assume that their thoughts are merely passive observations and that therefore thoughts of doubt about themselves can only yield positive information. They fail to recognize that thoughts also have a creative component so that skepticism will actually install negative information. To harbor thoughts of fear and doubt is to install fear and doubt. To harbor thoughts of success is to create success. The skeptic does not understand this, but the wise person does. Skeptics are smart enough to avoid betting $10 to win $20 when the odds of success are only 20%. That's just being smart. However, they also avoid betting $10 to make $1,000 when the odds of success are only 20%. That's utterly foolish, especially if you're free to make this bet again and again and even reinvest your winnings. Furthermore, skeptics don't understand that their own fear and doubt is what makes the odds of success only 20% totally oblivious to the fact that having greater faith in themselves will raise the odds to 40% or more. Skeptics are unwilling to suffer being the fool, but in doing so, they behave most foolishly because they miss too many opportunities. Eventually, it breaks their heart to see the people they regard as fools pass them by. And this can drive skeptics deeper into fear and self-doubt and eventually loneliness. The skeptic sees other people fail and says to himself, glad I avoided that. But he should also be looking at the missed successes and saying, shame I avoided that. Beyond skepticism. How does an intelligent person function? The intelligent person recognizes that there's a component to all success which is self-created. The intelligent person resolves not to abuse this power by creating fear and doubt. To do so would be unwise. Skepticism is like slashing your car's tires to prevent one of them from going flat. Then you notice the tires have been slashed and conclude that it makes more sense to stay home than to drive a crippled vehicle. Intelligent people understand that fear and doubt will only cripple them, never help them. 
Fear and doubt are not necessary to avoid pitfalls. It is a wrong tool for the job, just as a knife is a wrong tool for the job of inflating a tire. If you're going to drive your car, you should do so with inflated tires. If you get a flat tire, it's not the end of the world. Simply replace the tire and keep going. A skeptic mistakenly believes that one flat tire is the end of the world, so driving is something that must be avoided entirely. Hence, the skeptic stays home with what is safe and comfortable, but the wise person embraces risk as a way to capitalize on opportunity. The tools of intelligent people are courage and common sense. In order to know what is or isn't possible, they find out for themselves by taking direct action. Often, that leads to failure, which produces greater self-knowledge, allowing wiser choices to be made in the future, not from a place of fear and doubt, but from a place of understanding. The intelligent person understands that there's a creative component to thought, so when taking action, it is important to align those thoughts to create success instead of creating fear and doubt. The wise person turns skepticism against itself, using doubt as a weapon against doubt. They literally doubt their doubts. They are skeptical about their skepticism. And while their skepticism, fear, and doubt run around in circles, they take action and find out what is or isn't possible through direct experience and common sense. The skeptic thinks that it would be disastrous to take a risk and experience failure. The intelligent person knows this is simply a necessary step on the path to success. The skeptic views failure as a wall never to be crossed, whereas the intelligent person sees failure as a stepping stone that must fall under one's boot in order to proceed to the next one. The skeptic sees risky endeavors as resulting in either success or failure, as if the two were polar opposites. The intelligent person knows that failure is part of the process of success and that both lie in the same direction, opposite cowardice. Skeptics avoid success because they avoid failure, but in doing so, they guarantee ultimate failure by failing to summon the courage to act. Intelligent people experience greater success because they build their courage to allow them to take action in spite of fear. The skeptic says, let's see if this will work. The intelligent person says, let's see this work. Skepticism is a useful tool to use for letting go of dogma and developing a more open mind, but after that, it must be discarded in favor of better tools. Use skepticism as a knife to cut away false beliefs, but remember to set it down once the blade has reached your own flesh. That is the point where you must discard skepticism and begin using the tool of courage. You just listened to the post titled Skepticism May Be Harmful or Fatal If Swallowed by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com old. And by the way, my brother read a post from Steve Pavlina about how to become an early riser a little while back in episode 138 of Optimal Health Daily. And there was a follow-up to that post. 
And a bunch of listeners said they'd love to hear the part two of that. So just a heads up, he will be reading that next week on Optimal Health Daily, just so you know. Thank you so much for being here and listening every day. I hope this show has been able to help you as much as it's been able to help me. If you keep listening, I'm sure it will. Have a great Friday and start your weekend and I'll be back tomorrow. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.